Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Well, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Hello, friend. Yeah. We're back for our part two of episode 93, where we are going to talk about Undead Unluck. Welcome it to the lineup. Uh, you guys all voted, and now here it is. Uh, we're going to do a quick series overview, general thoughts about the whole thing. And then um, on Thursday, as per usual, the full, an actual, like, you know, official NJC episode will be released. But uh, until then, let's get things started. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, do that now because at the time of this recording, I will be putting up the audience RGC poll where you guys could vote on your favorite chapter of the week. Uh, you can follow our producer uh, who is not here at the moment, Edgelord Big News Brian. <laughs> At b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Also follow his Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash its punchline. Email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about. And uh, I think, oh, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Spotify, follow us on that. Or, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, like, comment, all that jazz. Uh, and without further ado, spoiler alerts ahead, let's get into undead unluck um this is a manga by uh tozuka i mean i forgot his first name but uh he's uh i don't know how new he is i don't know if he's done anything before but uh this is a very fun story uh it starts off this like kind of action romance type of story where uh there's this immortal undying person uh named whose name is not like officially known yet um and he links up with this girl who at the start of the series is trying to kill herself because she has this power that if anybody touches her, they, uh, depending on how much she likes them or how close she is, but just in general, if anybody touches her like bare skin, uh, terrible misfortune falls upon her. Her name is Foucault, uh, a power called unluck, basically. She's basically, I guess, black cat, right? She has luck powers. Um, so... This undead guy, his whole thing is that he's trying, he just like. Or Domino. Yeah, Domino. And he tries to touch her and he's trying to die this whole series. <laughs> like, he's just trying to look for oh, a thing that can actually kill him. And um, at some point, he latches onto this idea that, like, it, he tries to experiment with her rules. Uh, as we go down the line, we learn that these people are known as negators. Uh, who are able to just kind of break the laws of the universe as it stands. You know, unluck is, you know, she breaks the rules of luck. Undead breaks the rule of death because he can't die. Uh, so he tries to figure out, like, okay, what are the rules within her rules? You know, like, is it where you touch her, how long you touch her, that, you know, um, that has a direct correlation to the bad luck that you get? Uh, and it turns out it is because how... The more she likes you and the more connected she feels to you, uh, your luck gets worse if you touch her. So his whole goal for the series is to get her, get her to basically fall in love with him so that he can experience the worst stroke of unluck uh, possible. In, in, in the hopes that it, that it destroys him. 
Yeah, okay. basically. Um, yeah, it's definitely a, unique as far as the <laughs> yeah, as, as far as the series, series go. goes. Um, this yeah. this is a relatively new series. It's only forty seven chapters to this point. Um, we haven't read the forty seventh chapter. Uh, I'm up to the forty sixth. The new one just came out today at the time of this recording. Uh, the intro arc is basically on them meeting and um, them running into this organization called the Union, which is made up of negators like them. There's like 10 of them at any given time. Uh, and they're basically on the, permanently going to be on the hunt for them unless they can kill one of these negators and take their spot in this round table. So that's immediately their goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they managed to like knock off the uh, one of these guys. He doesn't spend a lot of time in the series because he pretty much dies in this first arc. Um, yeah, big armor guy. Not, you know. Yeah, big armor dude, generic armor man. And uh, yeah. this other guy, this uh, this Chinese feller, who's uh, who's like think like number seven or something. He's, he's you know the nonchalant character, like oh this is fun fighting all that stuff. Uh, he gets to live, but he kind of gives them a hint as to where they can kill the next one, which is weird. Um, he just, he just like totally sells out one of his own. And, uh, they try to find this, uh, this negator called, uh, Jin, right. Was it Ginny? Right. Uh, her ability. Um, yeah. 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 Her ability. Um, damn it. It was, um, what was you it? You looking for the for the actual wording of it? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. The actual wording of it. Uh, un un unchanged. Yeah, yeah. unchanged. Unchanged. Yeah. She basically can like keep still uh, a change in like she can't she could stop you from kind of changing your move whether it's like moving or you know the, like your state of being or like even the air making it solid in place. Um, it's it's pretty wild. These powers get really conceptual and strange. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well said. It's there that she's like kind of, we get a little bit more revealed that Andy, the undead uh, character, is has been captured by these guys before and was studied by them for a while. And he and, um, he and Unchanged have had this relationship together where conveniently she's asked him to kill her if he ever gets out of there, which, you know, I guess saves him from being like a complete murderer is <laughs> like she wanted it. So, um, yeah. so yeah, with her death, uh, both Andy and Fuko are now inducted into the union and we start to get a little bit more of the rules of this universe. Uh, this, this organization runs based on this round table and every now and then they get, uh, these missions from this giant book called, uh, apocalypse. And if they complete these missions, they can, they get these rewards that allow them to, I guess, um, you know, get closer and closer to their goal, which is, uh, you know, the paltry goal of killing God himself. So the paltry goal, you know, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> All that stuff. Uh, pretty ambitious to say the least. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, so, yeah, they get these quests uh, and the first quest they go on. Well, at least the first quest we see because all of these guys go on their missions separately and they accomplish a lot of them off screen. Uh, we see Andy and Fuko are charged with the responsibility of capturing this UMA, stands for Unidentified Mysterious Animal, something like that. 
I say Umas. Yeah, they're yeah Umas. <laughs> they're this Uma called Spoil, which is basically, and these monsters are basically the laws of the universe themselves. You know, like Spoil is basically rot. You know, the rule of things rot at some point decompose. Um, there's rules like burn, which is literally fire. Um, yeah, all that stuff, and you know, there's always a negator opposing it. You know, there's always like I, I, from what I understand, there's a negator that's always paired with whatever there is there's an unburn negator apparently so um there's that so yeah they go to find this spoil character and um it's a big monster of the week battle and i that's what like i figured this story was going to be for a long time is that it's going to be like a little here's your mission go do a mission and uh yeah all that stuff which is cool i I don't mind that i didn't mind it either um and it was an interesting battle you know they had to basically understand the rules under which spoil operates there's this kind of compelling story with this town that they had to save uh it was a cute little story with them uh and um at some point it gets a little too crazy spoil gets like super strong and uh (laughs) it's revealed that like they can't really beat him unless undead kind of removes this card that's lodged in his head that uh at first in the first chapter kind of gives him like super strength and like just makes him super strong but it turns out it is an inhibitor that like kind of holds back his first personality like his actual being known as as victor and he just comes up raffle stomp spoil <laughs> uh but turns out he's also a bad guy so they can't really let him walk around and um it takes all of the fucking union members the whole round table that was mentioned prior yeah their whole organization to take them down and in that moment we kind of learn a little bit more about certain uh characters uh their their powers um there's unstoppable who's basically a super speed guy unless like but he can't stop moving fast unless he has like a dramatic shift in his posture so there's moments where he's like running with his arms crossed and stuff like that uh, and that kind of activates his power in a sense. Um, they don't really get into detail quite yet as to the intricacies of his power, but you know that's just an example. Um, yeah, yeah, and there's you know there's, there's all pre- the main the I guess like the the leader of the round table. Yeah, I guess you could say. injustice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, injustice, which is a lady, by the way. Yeah, she basically peers uh, into your soul, yeah. and whatever you consider justice, if your if your justice involves anything to do with her she can just kind of stop it in its tracks um it's kind of weird <laughs> uh, i think she reverses it like she yeah she she, she flips it yeah because she uh, you want to talk about the 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 the, the space invasion well, first things first, we should actually also we'll get, get into we'll, Untruth. We'll, right, There's right. a lot of characters. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think it, we should go into all of them, but Untruth is like this guy. I... I can't, he's just like this overpowered person who can just kind of like control the will of, he he can make you do the opposite of what you want to do. That's basically his ability. But the stipulation is that he has to genuinely like you. So. He has to be interested in you, I guess, like uh, like fascinated, like very, yeah. Yeah. Like you. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um. And it's in, it, that's interesting enough. Uh, but yeah, there is this moment after that arc. I forgot about this part. But uh, because they failed one of the missions, Apocalypse, they take a penalty every time they fail um, any one mission. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really dire, <laughs> they can accomplish like, every they can accomplish every single one, but if they miss one, they get the penalty, the full penalty of what they need. They uh, they were warned about. One of them was uh, the addition of a UMA, the Rule of Galaxy, and they basically create a galaxy with their failure. And um, that yeah. <laughs> that galaxy breeds a planet out there that has just advanced in its two minutes of fucking inception and just invades earth <laughs> I, I'm, yo this series is wild dude <laughs> because like the galaxy expands but it expands with a genuinely long history and like different planets as if it like had that. always been there exactly um so yeah this alien <laughs> this alien civilization comes down and is like we're coming here to take over you know you will not if you surrender now we'll use you as labor force and um Unjustice is like, oh, is you taking over our planet your justice? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, cool. Yeah. And then she d- destroys them all because that's their justice. And she negates the idea, the very concept of justice. You know, it's <laughs> it's a very semantic. And looks at it. So instead of coming <laughs> to attack Earth they, and conquer, they destroyed each other because that's the complete opposite of what they believe in. It's. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, it's 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 a it's a pretty complex um concept. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. It makes sense. I would the, say the more like we we see it on a on a like that was a very grand scale. We mm-hmm. we also see it applied on a small scale as well, mm-hmm. where it's you know it makes sense. It's it's viable. Yeah, and really unique. Yeah, um, I'll take it. Yeah, I think uh, after that, uh, apocalypse grants them the reward of um, of giving them an 11th seat to the round table so they can add one more person to their to their to their squad um and they decide to go after this guy named unrepair uh and he's basically a criminal and a part of his own organization he's doing his own thing he's not really for the union and what they do so but they're going to try it anyway they go to do this uh black market auction on this boat uh where they meet unrepair and um it's Fuko, Andy, and also uh, Untouchable. I forget her real name, but she's this little girl that's stuck inside. Oh, well, not stuck, but she's placed inside this robot thing. Uh, and her ability is, obviously, she's untouchable. She cannot be touched. Uh, she just basically creates this big-ass force field that disintegrates anything that comes inside. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's pretty... It's pretty strong. I, I think she could control it too. Where yeah, like, she could expand it too. Yeah, yeah. She, she could control too to... how much it decimates you. Like I remember that there are two characters who just stand above her, and they're not being destroyed. So it's kind of like just a force field. Um, but yeah, on that boat they meet the negator, uh, on repair, and he he's a dick. So they fight him. Basically, he's part of this whole uh, organization called Under. And you think he's the boss at the moment where he's like, oh, cool, a, a startling new boss enemy. They have to face off a little bit. They have to like face off against their own kind. It's uh, it's interesting. They also meet a new negator on there called Unmove, um, who's this kind of like cowardly type character. Um, and his ability is as long as he's not moving and he's looking directly at you, you also cannot move. But it only works if he's also not moving. <laughs> um, you know, Shadow possession, jutsu vibes. Yeah, basically. Except shadow position, uh, shadow possession, you can at least run around and move, but they just copy you. Yeah, after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, we learn a little bit about Untouchables past. Uh, she was this girl who was like a lot of the characters in the series actually ends up murdering her parents using her power by accident. Um, Fuko did the same thing. This unmoved guy did the same thing. Um, and so did uh, Untouchable. Um, but she was at the she was up for auction because people are just like doing that these days, <laughs> just selling un, um, selling the gators to people. Uh, and she gets rescued by the union and specifically the, I think, third seat on the union named Billy. He's important <laughs> uh, down the line. Uh, He's pretty dope, too. Yeah. Cool design. He got, you know, the shades and the suit and some, uh, some blickies. Yeah. Some revolvers, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's, uh, Gotta love it. Yeah. So they're basically complete kind of the mission they don't get unrepair because he's a villain so they get this unmoved kid instead um it looks like they end up killing unrepair up top like after this arc is over they like blast a fucking hole through his his chest but uh it turns out he was one of his people seems to have uh has this like healing effect on folks so he comes back but as a younger child somehow um i'll take it <laughs> uh it's fine. Yeah, it's still early. Perhaps we'll get an explanation. Yeah. He himself was like, I don't know how they were, how it works. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Like, uh, are we not going to ever get one yeah. explanation? I, ma- I imagine we will when we, like, we get into more battles. But um, yeah, after that, he just pulls up on them and is just like, we're going to do our thing before you get to kill God. You know, I think they're not trying to. They're not. Whereas the Union are trying to kill God, I think Under is basically trying to, I guess, harness the power of God. I don't, I'm not really sure what the, their motive is, or I don't know. If it's I not 100% clear, but it's definitely not specifically to kill God. It's to rule rule the world mm-hmm. and change the rules up, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. before God ultimately destroys the planet, right. which we'll get into later. Yeah, I mean... We'll address what that actually means. Yeah, upon uh, on top of that expositional onslaught, we get also a sudden betrayal of one of the fucking union members. <laughs> <laughs> like directly after, it's almost expositional onslaught. Yo, all right, funny, all right, fun fact, guys. I was actively reading this part when I uh, when I first got on video with Chris to set up the the you know set up a little situation. And I just could not believe it <laughs> for what I was seeing, for what it went literally from zero to 100. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it just all of a sudden, Billy, they're all on the roundtable discussing what they're going to do about Under. And then Billy's like, yo, why don't we just drop a nuke on them? And they're like, what? Well, well they, bring up the, they bring up the quest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the round table. Because that again, that's what's that's what the whole process is about. Just mm-hmm. trying to complete quests and gain more advantages mm-hmm. in order to defeat God. So Yeah. And um uh, Yeah, Billy just starts wiling out and is like, oh, I'm I'm Eisen now. <laughs> it turns out I was Eisen this whole time. And uh it turns out he's the boss of Under. <laughs> Yeah, so it turns out he apparently he was supposed to be blind, and I guess now he's not. He took the shades off. Yeah, and his hair's not gelled back anymore. All chill. Yeah, that's yeah. all crazy. Yeah, now he um, looks more evil. Um, everybody's heartbroken. Breaks Tatiana's heart. Yeah, god damn it. 
he saved us. No, that's her name. And then he's like, he's like, oh, um, are you going to join us? You know, I did save your life, so you kind of owe us one. Yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that that's up. mean, dude. Yeah. They're stunning disbelief. Yeah. So, you know, battle ensues. He uses the uh, the UMA known as Unburn, which they captured. Oh, Burn. Sorry. Which they captured earlier in the series off screen. Um, and he basically steals their round table, which is important because they kind of need one. Apparently, in order to, you know, summon Apocalypse, get missions, all that stuff. Um, he, he snatches that. Uh, and he bounces basically along with um, the unrepair kid. Um, so yeah, new villain. Uh, this is kind of interesting because Unjustice explains that she's also been alive for an extremely long time uh, because she's used this thing called the Ark, where she she reveals that the world is on a loop of constant reconstruction and deconstruction. God constantly destroys and repairs the Earth. Um, and she bypasses that by using this artifact known as the Ark in order to experience both sides and, you know, keep trying over. Um, and Andy has just been around forever as Victor. So. Um, because he can't die. Yeah. Because not even the end of the world will kill him. So he'll just always be in the loop. Um, it's kind of wild concept. Um, but yeah. They everybody calms down. They kind of get together and they're like stronger than ever. They get a little bit more of a bond going, uh, and they have to do some more shit before they can do missions again. Um, first things first, they have to regain the round table, and one of the things they have to do is they have to go find uh, this pro- book of prophecy um, that you know will tell them basically everything they need to know about how to do things. Um, and it turns out the Book of Prophecy is this shoujo manga that Fuko has been a fan of since the beginning of the series. <laughs> that shit was mad funny. That I was really it. funny. Um, it's also interesting. And it was fresh in my mind because I just thought, you know, I just started reading this a few days ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I was also thinking, because in the beginning of the series, she's like, I finally finished my favorite manga ever. Like, I finally read the last chapter. I can die in peace. And I'm like, yo, I I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Once One Piece ends, same. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 I could concur. Yeah. It's funny, though. Uh, okay. So they basically have to go find her. But apparently she's been missing forever, this artist. Um, so what they do is... <laughs> In a roundabout way of getting info, uh, Fuko recreates the undead unluck manga and t- takes it to Shueisha to get to tr- <laughs> to try and get information from Shueisha about where this lady went. Uh, and it turns out they learned that Fuko points out that yeah, I noticed at the end of the series it got real weird and like the plot wasn't as good and is and the editor of the of the of that manga was like, oh, so you notice. We actually shelved three arcs. <laughs> and these three arcs are the exact like problems that they have right now. One of them is Andy's past. One of them is uh Billy's betrayal. It doesn't it's not actually named these things. It's like Ando's yeah, betrayal. Yeah. It's uh or oh, Ando's past um or something's betrayal and the season of the four kings. Uh which 
I forgot to mention four seasons. Yeah, there are also okay. these UMAs out there. Each one of them represents a season that they have to take down at some point. Uh, so yeah, so they have to find this mangaka in order to find out what the fuck they have to do now. Um, so they track her down. Like she, I think she leaves a message for them to meet them in Canada because that's where she's at. So they just go there because the union can just travel everywhere. Um, they just go to Canada and they link up with her there. Um, she has this unexplained ability as of yet to whatever she draws comes to life. Uh, and she also has all the answers. She she confirms like, yeah, I even know how to kill God. So, you know, let's do the thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, before they can do that, like she basically is their Jiraiya. She's their trainer. Uh, she's like, I got to train you guys. But first, we're going to take down one of the four seasons. And uh, they go after Autumn. Winter? Autumn. Oh. Autumn. Why? Come Autumn. On, because, because Autumn is this big bug creature. And he's like right there. He's in Canada, this Autumn thing. Ew. He's like right down the street. Autumn's already attacking. Uh, he has this ability to feed on the, I guess, life stories of people. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, whatever he cuts turns into a book. <laughs> And then he eats those. Um, yeah, it's uh, very weird. So they fight this thing, uh, but Undead and Unluck can't really do much against it. They're not strong enough. So basically this lady, uh, I think her name is An, she just like, let me show you how it's done. She cuts off her own arm, draws Andy's arm, sticks it onto her and uses his attack just stronger somehow. Because she's more creative and she can just like exploit his powers in a way that he never even thought, in ways he never thought. Um, blasts a hole and kills Autumn. Um, <laughs> Yo, I gotta read that. <laughs> I stopped off exactly at chapter 37, right? When they pulled up to the to, to Shonen Jump, basically, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So she, she takes them to wow. her hideout. And, you know, she's basically like, okay, so in order for us to get stronger and better, you need to understand a little bit more about Andy's past. So she takes, like, this little remnant from Autumn and cuts Andy with it and turns him into a book. And then she just pulls the soul out of Fuko and sends him, sends her inside of the book. So we get... She pulls the soul from her because she can write it that way? No, she, she has this she... artifact implanted in her chest that allows her to do that. It's called Soul Calibur, actually. That's very funny, too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, like the game. That's pretty dope. Okay. Oh, that was them going into the book together. Basically, yeah. For his past. I mm -hmm. see. And um, the earliest memory and the reason... There's a there's a number on his chest. It's actually his the year of his earliest memory, which is 1865. So Andy yeah. was in the old west at a time, and um, we he Fuko is able to communicate with him in his memories, um, but it doesn't change his past. It just gives him a hypothetical situation where he meets her earlier in life. Um, so she has like kind of an effect on his mind that way, where she doesn't change the past, but she does. She implants herself like the very concept of memory. herself in his memory and in his mind. Um, she also. At the end of that moment where she's like, she has to go forward in time. Um, well, she actually meets him. He was part of this posse, this old Wild West posse, um, who all get killed except for him because he's undead. Um, and 
we kind of get to see a strife and it's that typical like immortal thing is like the worst part about being immortal is saying goodbye to the people you care about all the time is outliving all of your friends and all that um so yeah i mean she and she basically gives them hope for the future is that you'll always at the same time you'll always be meeting people like me that like really care about you and you care about them and all that stuff so before she disappears into the future after that she tells him exactly where to meet him and in the first chapter so i wonder if like that's how he knew where she was um but yeah oh yeah to be over there right in mm-hmm. the like on that highway in that area right yeah yeah um, i mean i was willing to say sure first chapter shit whatever yeah it can happen why not why not yeah you know i don't think that was like a mechanic to explain that i feel like that was just a moment so that you could have a it was oh, nice yeah it was like sweet moment where yeah. she was like i won't know who you are and i won't want to kiss you but i'll kiss you eventually and it's all i'm like oh <laughs> um so we then cut forward to the future and she's not going up against andy this time she meets victor victor's just there and he's like, whoops, <laughs> it's me. And then he just kills her. And it turns out the rules of this is that if you, the more he kills her, the more in the future she skips. So she just keeps going the more times he kills her. And if he kills her in his most recent memory, uh, he, she really dies. Uh, her soul is evaporated Whoa. from the earth. So she arrives like kind of, I think on the day they met actually. And he can't find her. So he just destroys the city in his mind uh victor does like he does this cool move where he just shoots his fingernails out and then it just destroys the entire city it's pretty crazy um whoa but luckily andy knew where to find her because of what he she said in the old west time so she he basically saves her uh and they both fight victor together uh it's pretty it's a pretty cool sequence we learned that like she he can um they they come up with this new move where he can transfer his unluck to other people by transferring parts of his soul to like the bullets that he shoots out. So he can shoot unluck bullets essentially. Um, oh, from, yeah. from when she touches him. Yeah. So that's how they can. Okay. Yeah. Cause unluck like affects the soul and not necessarily the physical person. So if he uh, somehow transfers his, bl- his soul to whatever piece he's shooting out. Uh huh. He and he, so he's learning how to control his soul. I guess he can, he also learns how to control his blood and make it solid, um, which is pretty cool. Um, Damn. But yeah, after that, Victor's kind of like, "All right, you got me. <laughs> I give up." And uh, he kind of reveals that he and Juiz, the um, I think that's her name, is uh, who he's Juiz with something. Um, they founded the union together, uh, and he loved her. He loved uh, Unjustice. And the reason that he was like turned into a bad guy essentially is that he saw that there was no kind of purpose. There was no way they were going to be able to kill God. So it really made justice kind of like sad and it put her in constant danger. And in a weird twisted way, he was like, yeah, I was trying to kill her because who can sit here and watch the woman they love suffer? You know what I mean? Like she keeps trying to do this. She's going to get herself killed doing this. And it really hurts her that she can't do anything about it. So, you know. I'm not going to let her do that. And it's pretty, it's pretty dark and deep. Um, But you know, then Victor's like, I won't interfere anymore. I have hope that you guys may be able to do it. Give it a shot. I don't care. And then he walks away. And um, that's at that moment. That's when um, 
at some point, like Undead and Unluck actually share a, a mouth-to-mouth kiss. And the chapter, the most recent chapter I read, 46, new one came out today, remember? She's mm. leaving the book. And the arc's kind of about to be over now. Um, he And, you know, Undead's like, don't worry about me. I'm going to be merged with the me outside. So, you know, I'll be stronger and I'll have more of a, I'll have even more of a way to woo you, you know? Um, so yeah, and that's where I left off. That's where the chapter, that's where the series left off where I last read it. Uh, and now I guess general thoughts about the series. <laughs> um, I, uh, I got, I have, I really like this series. Um, there's, there's points where I, I really like where it's going for. I think the, the power system in this series is very ambitious, uh, and very interesting. Yeah, ambitious about. while also not, you know, being controlled. Which I really like. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like when there's an established, clear uh, rule set, right? And they literally say rules, <laughs> yeah, as, as they explain each other's abilities. Yeah, the fights are fun. Uh, it is mostly action too. Like, um, it's not, it's not like super dialogue heavy. It's a lot of fighting, a lot of the time. Um, so it's fun that way. I really like the action too. Uh, I, I mean, I really like the art. The art is like very old school without looking outdated to me i really enjoyed that um it's got this weird like it looks like a old dragon ball you know uh like dragon ball z type vibes um i very much dig it um i have a couple of cons i feel like this story there are at least two points in this manga where i feel like uh tozuka the mangaka was literally snatching this series from the jaws of cancellation (laughs) <laughs> like i know at least two points where i'm like oh man he had to he was moving <laughs> he just tried to yeah he had to and i think, think he it, is moving him. Yeah. yeah i think it was the point where victor first shows up and yeah. billy's betrayal because it doesn't feel like these are like ass pulls or nothing but it does feel like but they feel like it happened earlier than it yeah was- <laughs> i feel like he put them ahead of schedule because he needed a peak interest in the series um and strangely enough, given that, if that was if that's the truth, I don't know. That's just like I've been reading manga a long time and I can I feel like I could just sense these things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but if that's the truth, he did pretty good uh regarding the circumstance, like despite the circumstance. Like he really it didn't f- ultimately feel like I, it, it didn't piss me off, you know. I I wasn't like he really fucking pressed fast forward, you know. It felt somewhat kind of naturalish. Which, you know, is a lot to say. A lot of manga can't really pull that off. So, I'll tell you this: as I was reading it, now I don't know how it would have felt week to week because we all know that it is a different experience. But mm-hmm. as I was reading it, I, I felt it, but it it didn't leave me sour. You know what I'm right. saying? It all it did was kind of, I guess, do exactly what he wanted, which was light the fire and and, and really boost the intrigue. I mean. I'll tell you this: the the shit with Billy, with his, with his betrayal, I felt I I think I I think that I like that one more than uh, than the Victor reveal mm-hmm. because you know he's 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 super overpowered and all of that and mm-hmm. he's like, you know he's a monster he's he he he's someone that I see as like a plot point towards the end that's going to be an obstacle and where yeah you know like kind of an annoying obstacle mm-hmm. I guess you could say like. Uh, where everything would be fine, but then oh, now he has to deal with his other personality taking over. But it seems like they already addressed that. Yeah, going back in the past with the memory. So I'm, 
I'm impressed. Like that was actually like one of my only worries when as soon as he got revealed. But the shit with Billy, I was just like, oh, okay, this gives them a really like a super established enemy, and it kind of shakes the well, you know, it changes the status quo of what the uh, what is it? Um, under no, not under uh, the other organization. Uh the union. Union, yeah. It, it it shakes the status quo of what they're used to dealing with, and it. Turn it from being just this, uh, oh, one after another, one after yeah, yeah. another, to kind of this battle royale. Yeah, so, I didn't hate it at all yeah. either. I could just feel it though. <laughs> that was the only thing. They switched I, the gears pretty early, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm I, like I said, it, under the circumstances, he did a pretty good job with what he had to do. Like he did what he had to do, and he did it well. Uh, I, I, I. I mean, that's the only thing that takes away from it is that I feel like if we spent an arc with Billy or like we had a little bit more time dedicated to him, this betrayal could hit a lot harder because I was interested in Billy. Like we had little moments with him that like across the series, but nothing really that defined him as a character. Um, I mean, you know, it just that shit like that kind of just like fucks up the pacing and it's not really his fault. You know, it's not really Tosica's fault. You know, you have like these uh, you have these rules and jump, you know, you have to hit uh certain rankings to be kind of safe and you have to do what you have to do to stay there um so if that's the truth and you know this is all conjecture but if that's the truth you know i commend him for doing it as well as he could and i'm very interested to see what the story still has to offer i mean there's still he still has plans you know like he has like a lot of goals set up he has we had to defeat the remaining three seasons we had to defeat billy and then we have to go after god um there's still a lot to unpack with Undead and Luck. Um, uh, the only other con I really have is that the romantic situation between in this series is a little weird. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. So, I mean, okay. it feels like this sets back. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what words to properly use. I don't even want to. I mean, honestly, this is. I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this: it's very, it's very, very creepy. Yeah, I mean, here's right. the thing. It's not like a new thing, and he's not the only one who's ever done this. But No, of course not. At the same time, you know, if we're going to rip on Twilight and shit like that for it, it's got to be a point against, like, Undead and like that. Even if Andy isn't 200 years old, he looks 40 trying to pursue a, yeah. a genuine romantic relationship with Foucault. Um, and I guess, like, I not that this makes it better, but I guess, like, to ease the wound a little bit, Andy could have been younger, <laughs> like or look younger physically. Yeah, but it's still weird. Uh, but it, it, again, it, now that I'm now that I thought about it, and that's a point I just thought about is like, how much can we really shit on them for that? Because there's so many series who do the same thing. Um, I I mean I can tell you why. I I mean it I, is I, weird. I can give a little bit more to why we but, can shit on it more. I mean, so I, I'll tell you this: I didn't even really harp on it too much myself about like how he clearly looks a lot older than shorty but when you combine that with what i was mentioning before oh, yeah. where like oh, you yeah. know we her age was pretty ambiguous i don't i mean maybe i need to go back to the first chapter or something but her i don't think she ever clearly said what how old she was or at what point in life she was yeah. we knew she was at least a teen that was quote-unquote developed but she she could pass for a, a young girl. You know what I'm saying? Especially in, in a fucking manga. Right? Well, she's definitely young. And here you got this dude that clearly looks very, like, much <laughs> way beyond older. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like where you say like pro- like not not like on the wrong side of of thirty. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm for sure. I mean, dude, um, it's yeah, it's creepy as hell, and you know, it doesn't help that he's like genuinely weirdly sexually harassing her up top. Yes. Uh, and it's <laughs> all right. It's I guess a different culture from. I here, guess. I guess in, in, in just no, from just Japan and what they believe is like funny and stuff, and it's not like I'm so uptight that i can't see the humor in it it's just kind of like whoa Ugh. that's really bold my guy like uh, yeah i mean i'm not i'm not taking offense to it because I, I it's fake and i don't think it encourages that type of behavior but it's also not a good look no yeah i agree you know i agree it's it's so weird and um it makes it i mean i feel like i'm more like putting that concern in a corner a lot of the time when i'm reading this and to be I guess to be fair, it's not as so fucking explicit down the road. Like he really calms down, but he's still genuinely trying to make this eighteen-year-old fall in love with him, being looking like forty and also being two hundred and some fucking immortal oh, years old. Well, at the same time, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not like they have. It, it's funny because she. We mentioned her earlier the main character Fuko, right? Mm-hmm yeah right so she she's really into shoujo manga and she you know a lot of her ideals are placed around that mm-hmm. so he it's not like he doesn't try he puts in a maximum effort you know to to woo her and, and romance her and all of that and you know i said it's great job because it's not that easy yeah irl yeah so he's I mean, uh he's at least doing all of that and it's not like it's it, it, you know, it's just mixed. It's just that the creepiness is just mixed in. It's like you're making this right, this really nice stew. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, oh. I'm going to pour some of this other shit real quick. <laughs> See how that tastes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, why are we adding this shit? And it tastes creepy. I, if I actually cooked, I could have uh, came up with something more detailed. Yeah. Uh, if only Brian was around. Shout out to Chef Brian. Yeah. Miss Chef Brian. Um, but yeah, I mean. That, I mean, overall, though, uh, it's a very fun series. Uh, I can see why you guys all voted for it. Uh, so, you know, welcome to the lineup on Dead Unluck. Uh, I, Word I mean, up, for, man. I can't wait to catch up. I hope it doesn't get canceled because I'm always so concerned. This is what I meant last week where I was like, I'm sus about this. I don't know how long it's going to last. Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last because it... I, there are two points where I'm like, yo, it's definitely trying to save itself. And I do keep what, up what, with like the rankings of Jump, and I can see that sometimes it's on the lower end of the spectrum, and then it pops up uh, in the middle, and then it goes back down, and then it goes up. So I'm just like, yo, last. It peaks around the middle? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it a couple Jeez. times go pretty high. And I think Jump is... What's the, over it? A lot of things. Uh, well, <laughs> a lot of things are over it. Magu-chan? I think Magu-chan is over a lot of things. What about the Robo one? Roboco is also weirdly over a lot of things. <laughs> I think it's just really funny. And yeah, I mean, really you know, it's a kids. kids. You it's know what I'm saying? Thing. Yeah, I think. But anyway, I, I would say, yeah, pick it up. I mean, it's a fun read. Uh, nonetheless, it's like a lot of fun action. <laughs> it's really sus. Hmm? Uh, it's just really sus. Yeah, it's just... It is a fun series. I hope it doesn't end. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, I think it's fine confident. because Jump has been trying to like, has put more investment in these new kids on the block, you know, like Mashal and uh and Undead Unlock it really put it it's back into trying to get it out there and get its ranking up. But I think there's a yeah, limit way, to how way much... less pressure on the acts. 
like no. Mori King just got canceled. Like the last chapter is this week of Mori King. So and that lasted Damn. like almost a year, I think. So and not that Mori King was bad, but I'm like, I feel like given its rankings, it would have been canceled a long time ago earlier in life, you know? Yeah, when it was just in one compact magazine. Yeah. But there's only so much space. Now, you know, it's very similar to like uh, with a lot of sports these days, opening up the playoff field. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You got 10 spots in the NBA instead of eight. And yeah, one, true. And they, did, they gave an extra play-in for the NFL. You feel me? They, they land these guys. You're giving them a little bit more room. And I love that. Let's scrap but, it out. Oh, okay. we have three more series coming. Like three new series are starting in the next week. Damn. Yeah, I think it's a cycle. Like they, they bring new series in every like few months or so. Um, every quarter, maybe. Yeah, maybe every quarter. But um, I mean, that's all I got to say about Undead Unluck. Um, you all good? You want to, any closing thoughts, Josh? Just some more boasting about it. I mean, it's really fun. I, did I mention how I love the power system? Yeah, the power system is funny like, shit, dude. Dude, one of the characters. Okay, you mentioned before his name. Uh, his his code name, I guess, is Untruth, or that's what his ability is. Yeah, that's now, a Chinese kid. Yeah, he he's a martial artist. Right. And, you know, he's really clever because he has to kind of dictate the opponent's movement in such a way that it would be unfavorable for them to strike. Like, it's not something that he just, you know, it's not like he's blasting, shooting blasts from his hands and he's just super strong and can run through everything. He's calculative and um, he, he just gets to the point really fast, mm-hmm. I guess, as far as... Um, leading people in like the first thing we've seen like all right undead he can the creepy 40 year old dude by the way <laughs> and the one the main Andy. character he, he he can scrap he's no he's no he's no chump plus he could regenerate from anything he can't die right that's yeah. a big deal but he was at a, a stalemate with this guy in one of the earlier chapters he and he was just like you know what let's not even fight i got the upper hand anyway yeah why don't you go kill one of my homies instead and join him? yeah which is weird oh, well, i still don't right? know why that's the one, <laughs> that was like the third that was the second chapter yeah he was <laughs> genuinely was like go kill my friend and i'm like why yeah like, go ahead go smoke her and it's weird because like later he has this much. like camaraderie with everybody else and i'm like did you just not like her it's not really explained why he just does that <laughs> and then Tatiana was mad. Yeah, so check this out, right? <laughs> Tatiana was tight because she wanted to set it off on, on Undead because he was the one that killed her. And then, like, basically, uh, Fuko, the, the, the female unlucky chick, she was trying to cop a plea and say, like, listen, like, it was really my fault because she was attacking me and I wanted, and he was helping, he was defending me. Mm-hmm. So, like, you should be mad at me. So she didn't want to hold a grudge against Fuko because she understood. She got over it eventually. But I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, yo, does she know that this nigga gave it up? Like, <laughs> literally, like, snitched just the future. Yeah, for real. Oh, uh, my God. I, that was genuinely funny. Yeah. He, he didn't say a word. Yeah, yo. he's like. He's, uh, he's I like, kind of, yeah, untruth. I don't remember his actual name. Yeah, but he's uh he's he's pretty high on the shiesty spectrum, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty oh, high. Yeah. Just, just my type. This is my type of character, man. But um, so um, I also really enjoy the penalty aspect. Yeah, I just want to break that down a little bit more. One of all right, so the penalty slash reward, right? Mm-hmm. The way these things work is that they affect the whole world, and except for these un, what do you call it? these these uh negators, like mm-hmm. like you mentioned before. So there was one reward they got, which from Ketron, uh, one of the Uma Beasts, 
and it made the whole world um, unify in language. Now yeah, everyone yeah, spoke yeah. English. I remember that. But they still, you know, they still spoke yeah. whatever their native languages were, which for the most part was Japanese. Mm-hmm. But this dude spoke Chinese. Mm-hmm. So, like, he couldn't even go on certain missions because he didn't know how to speak English. Yeah. Only, like, Japanese and Chinese. And I was just like, wow, like, that's really, it's really clever. And I wonder how the next Umobis are going to affect. Yeah. I wish we had, landscape. I wish I we had so more cool. missions like that where it was just, like, maybe two or three more of those basic quests just to really like, yeah, and that's, live in the world, you know? Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, we'll get back to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, we maybe do have quests. Maybe there'll be more stipulations when, if he can maintain a foothold. Yeah, I think once they get the, the round table back, they'll get, like, because that's the whole point of getting the round table back is so they can do the quests again. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, en- I'm really enjoying this series. Um, I can't wait to read more. Uh, you ready to Ready to close it out, boy? Yeah, I'm good. To, yeah, I'm good. All to go, right, man. and that has been it, guys. our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and thank you so much for voting for Undead Unluck. Uh, we're so happy to have good it on the guys. lineup. Good luck for the recommendation. You guys are two for two. First was Chainsaw Man, and now it was Undead Unluck. You guys are you guys are doing it. Um, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven. Brian at B ESP. Follow us at New Jump City. Vote on our poll. I'm putting it up later today. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, or a comment on the video below. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Five-star reviews all around on iTunes. Give us that uh, Give us that Spotify follow. Subscribe to us. All that stuff. You know, you know what to do. Uh, take care, guys. And stay safe, New Jump citizens. If the Browns beat Kansas, are you going to throw that hat away? <laughs>